Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm DePaul Thomas, actor, playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America, right here in old Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. It's cloudy here in Indianapolis, Philip, but a good day to you, and how is everything going out in Los Angeles? Uh, Los Angeles sort of... Stumbles along like it usually does, but uh, speaking of your your cloudiness, we have a we've had an absolutely beautiful week. Uh, midsummer, crystal clear, cool nights, beautiful warm days, and we've had a full moon week. So uh, yeah. we not only have had we not only have had our California brilliant sunshine, we've also had absolutely brilliant moonshine. Yeah, so. we have we have two on two nights. It's been stunning that moon, hasn't it? Oh, just it's just staggering. The way it just sort of hangs around. It just hangs around the earth, you know? There must be some wonderful kinship between uh, be, between the earth and the moon, uh, you know, beyond the the tides and various other things. There's 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 a camaraderie. There's a there's a there's just a love between the earth and the moon, I believe. They are one. They are a it's a marriage. It's a marriage, if you will. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, a, I, I don't mean a, to it, I don't mean to no. be a phony poet, but No, uh, it know. was a special week. I mean my wife was reading all about it and we had an orange hue here and I said, Isn't that from the fires in Canada? No, no, that's because <laughs> you know so Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, well. I'll tell you, nature always keeps me uh, uh, on the straight and narrow because of my absolute uh, awe of it and respect yeah. for it. Um, All of nature, yes. yes you yes. know, and, and speaking of nature, there, there are there are people in this world that are uh, want to screw around with nature. Mm. Uh, you know. Um, uh, you know, we, we've talked about why, uh, in in many ways, the uh, the Biden administration uh, um, uh, has been so cozy with uh, with with the communist Chinese uh, in terms of uh, in terms of many things, uh, the the the, uh, the media as as well. And there are things that are happening, and it goes back to the COVID, it goes back to COVID when uh, when proof and more and more proof was coming out that the uh, the uh, COVID uh, uh, a virus came from a lab in Wuhan, mm-hmm, and not mm-hmm. and not some bat in a uh, in a in a in a bat market. I guess it's a bat market. <laughs> let's mm. go, let's go get some chicken and bat today in the bat market. Mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. but you know something happened here in California uh, that, that which which. Um, which goes beyond California, and I think goes beyond goes to national security and, right. in some sense, world security. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in a, in, a, in a small suburb, twenty five thousand people of uh, Reedley, California. How, how do you spell that? How do you spell R R E E D L E Y Reedley, California. Okay. Reedley, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a suburb of um, of uh, uh, Fresno. Uh, yeah. In March, a an illegal biological lab in a warehouse think about that in a warehouse was busted uh by uh uh, by the uh code enforcement officer in in readley and this is what this woman her name was jesselyn harper said (laughs) they busted it in march she said this is unprecedented 
We've never had a biological lab in the U.S. busted before. Now, what does that mean? This is what they found in this lab run by, run by just some people and, 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 you know, people were running out the doors. This is what was found in this lab. White mice that have been genetically engineered. This is illegal in a warehouse to catch and carry the COVID virus. The illegal lab harbored potentially infectious bacterial and viral agents, including chlamydia, E. coli, streptococcus, pneumonia, hepatitis mm. B and C, herpes 1 and 5, rubella, samples of malaria, and nice. thousands of vials that contained unlabeled fluids. Uh, now, this, yeah. this, this, this lab had been under, uh, operated under a, uh, a name Universal Meditech, which had originally been in... Uh, Nevada, but moves to California. The lab was in Fresno for a while, and then there was a fire, and the lab uh, faced a bankruptcy in October of, two, uh, of 2022, and they just quietly moved their operation to a warehouse in Reedley. And... Um, to try and get in touch with the owner, they find out the owner lives in China, communist uh, China, um, uh, they, 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 uh, they, when they tried to contact the owner, uh, she lives in China, as I said, and could only communicate by email. So there's no way of even following this up. So here's this rogue lab with potentially deadly uh, uh, viruses and, and, and all over the place. Yeah. And, and you, you and I spoke of this yesterday. The media has, th there's been practically barely Zippo, a, pee, Zippo barely a peep out of yep. it. You said you saw something on Fox yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have yeah. been a couple of things, but the significance of this is 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 pretty incredible. You know, the this is also the, the CDC and the Wuhan lab have been, you know, really cozy with each other for a long time. And anytime yeah. Yeah. information has come out and researched that the Wuhan lab was responsible for the COVID virus and to, to me, an extension of, of, uh, uh, of, of this, the, 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 uh, the CDC poo-pooed it and downplayed it. Um, yeah. And, and, no, go ahead, please. No, no, I was just going to say. I mean, again, Philip, this whole thing reminds me of the uh, balloon incident that we just lived uh, through a few months ago, where we almost passively watched as a Chinese communist balloon, with, by the way, subsequently it's been affirmed, extremely sensitive and innovative uh, uh, equipment on it garnishing tons of material it traversed the entire nation wasn't until it was out of the country that biden under president uh, under pressure brought it down so i mean it, it it it's like we're allowing the chinese to purchase thousands of acres around our military establishments and this is only emblematic of what seems to be sort of this well, we don't want to, you know, offend them because if we do, you know, with our trade things and this and that and so forth, rather than just saying, do you think, do you, do you think America could have such a laboratory outside, you know, in China somewhere? Are you kidding me? Well, it goes beyond, you know, I'm just thinking it goes, it goes beyond not wanting to offend the Chinese. Where has the Biden family been getting a lot of cash? Oh. 
among other places from Chinese energy companies. So you don't want to bite the hand that That feeds feeds you. Yeah, so so it, it it goes like that, and you know, but but this this goes this goes this goes oh, on it, it goes on to I I think greater heights. Uh, Gordon Chang is a uh, is a uh, a China expert. He's brilliant. Uh, and, He's brilliant. And 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 he has spoken about this it, it, that on site there were at least twenty potential potentially infectious pathogens include oh by the way this lab was supposed to be under the guise of just it was supposed to be producing covid and 19 and pregnancy tests Mm. that was it well 20 Mm. potentially infectious pathogens including corona uh the coronavirus hip hepatitis herpes and as we said even malaria well that goes a long uh, a little way beyond a pregnancy test so so why is this happening? Gordon Chang, it might sound conspiratorial, might be the first shot in the next war, as what he said. He said there was a general 20 years ago, a Chinese defense minister, mm-hmm. 20 years ago reported in a secret speech advocating the extermination of Americans with disease. Mm-hmm. So his plan was to clear out the hills, plains, and valleys of North America so the Chinese people could settle in the vast spaces left behind. Okay, Uh, left uninhabited. Now, aside from not wanting to get too deep into conspiracies, one of the things, you know... uh, uh, you know, it's one thing when uh, um, uh, disease and plagues over the millennia, you know, it, uh, going back to, uh, uh, you, you mentioned it uh, before, the, uh, the, the bubonic plague in the 14th century and the horrible plague of uh, what was 1918, 1919. Um, right, the these were flu th- pandemic, yeah. The, the flu pandemic. These were things that occurred either um, when they mutated naturally uh, by themselves what is happening now, starting with the coronavirus, and what could is potential now? Man now controls through research and mutation and think. You know, one of the things they're doing they are they are they are they are mutating uh, um, and um, mosquitoes in Florida to go out and and have an effect. Uh, unbeknownst to the public or, 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 or like the public's not supposed to know or care. So meaning the dangerous thing that is happening that goes beyond or gives credence on some level to conspiracy theories is man now can control this. So if you want to use it in an aggressive way, let's right. say a, an enemy country, it is possible to unleash horrendous viruses and illnesses throughout the world and this lab which you know as we said you know the 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 the, the biden administration and everybody you know hear no evil see no evil uh what what well it's just this lab yeah. barely getting any attention so this is a pretty serious thing so that's our little california thing today as opposed to uh you know people <laughs> pooping in the streets in san francisco oh dear goodness i mean it's uh uh, the ramifications of it are are uh, serious, substantial. It's uh, it uh, you know we we need not live in fear, but it is scary stuff. And I saw on that news report the um, picture of the uh, the warehouse, and and this is I mean it could have been right out of an episode of NCIS, or is that right? Was that the name of that show? I can't uh, remember. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it. 
it just is uh, frightening to see that this kind of stuff was going on in an ad hoc ad hoc warehouse in Reedley, California, which well, I'd never this, heard of, by the way. Some, uh, <laughs> nor, nor have I, and I live in California. You know, someone, uh, someone, someone who, uh, uh, an author, Brandon Weikert, uh, author of a book, Biohacked, China's Race to Control Life. Mm. Um, this is a quote from him, and it, it, there is credence here. Yes. This kamikaze lab, courting him, unsecured, poorly contained, mm. makeshift, and containing a dozen patho pathogens near a population center, this is his point, cannot be a one-off. He thinks there's got to be more. And going back to what you said a few minutes ago, uh, the Chinese communists are buying up thousands of acres of farmland around military bases in this country. So this mm. cannot be a one-off. This is, this, is, this is planned. It's planned, and I think... Mm -hmm. In conjunction with the Biden administration that is on the take from China and the media that for some reason loves the Chinese communists, um, there's something here. There's yeah. something here that yeah. we need to keep a real eye on. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for bringing it to our attention, Philip. And uh, I'm going to press forward. Uh, of course, it's been... Um, uh, a, a full week with lots of uh, news items, but uh, obviously the big news of the week is, uh, uh, <laughs> which, by the way, it shadows, of course, to me, the bigger news, which was Devin Archer's testimony in front of the House Select Committee, which placed uh, President Joe Biden front and center. Uh, in, 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 I don't think I'm being hyperbolic and calling it the biggest influence peddling scandal in American history. And, uh, but anyway, what did happen on Thursday is former president Donald J. Trump was arraigned in the nation's capital. And of course he pleaded not guilty to the four counts related to his attempt to overturn the 2020 election, criminal conspiracy to defraud the United States, to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of and attempt to obstruct such a proceeding, the January 6th certification of the electoral vote, and conspiracy against the rights of the citizens. So, here, he's been assigned, uh, and apparently on August the 28th, Philip, U.S. District Court Judge Tanya Chutkin is expected to sit a trial date. And uh, she, by the way, has uh, convicted several of the so-called January 6th conspirators. To long terms. To long terms. You, you, you would think they were murderers and, and, and robbed 40 banks. Way above what uh, uh, normally would have been protocol. So he, he, here's hoping, by the way, that uh, the Trump team can... can find a change of venue and of course trump has already been advocating that it should go to the supreme court and i imagine it will philip eventually yeah eventually it, it, it will it, yeah, it, it, yeah yeah it's just of such importance yeah well you know it's it, it it's interesting that the uh uh the uh the the venue of the mar-a-lago uh um uh, indictments you know if 
you know, an indictment a week, two a week, why not, you know, um, that the, the, the judge overseeing that happened to be a, a Trump appointee, uh, New York Times and all of these uh, yeah. leftist publications. I mean, well, she's not experienced. She's this, she's this, yep. you know, trying to denigrate her, where the woman you just mentioned, who is the judge, in, yep. who is going to be the judge in this phony uh, anti-First Amendment uh, tr uh, case that that uh, that is being brought against Trump. She uh, not only has uh, 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 you know meted out huge sentences for people who just happened to come to Washington that day and 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 want to uh, and want to uh, um, protest against what they saw as a. Uh, as a as as a uh, a stolen election, you know that's First Amendment. You can believe anything you want, and and uh, but but this judge uh, uh, was also hmm, in the same law firm as Hunter Biden. So well, you know, can you say incest? Uh, you know, political incest, yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously, but yeah. Uh, it's it's. Uh... I mean, it's uh, it's incredible, Phil. Half the country is uh, really disgusted with this uh, politicization of the DOJ that's going on, and uh, we are in and the criminalization of the First Amendment. We are in uncharted waters, uh, and it creates. And we don't want to add to that, but we do want to speak clearly and logically in terms of what may be the truth. Uh, but while, while at the same time half the country is disgusted with this, because uh, we're always, as you say, Philip, looking for the bright side, and we're looking around, and we are seeing all about us in our major cities from coast to coast uh, an absolute wanton uh, crime wave that is going on. It's so flagrant. It's so, you know, it's just it's just apparent everywhere. But what's refreshing is that both from the right and the left, we're hearing uh, basically we've had enough. So tell us a little bit about this, Philip, as we move into our main topic uh, and uh, specifically highlighting perhaps Oakland and Chicago as we move forward. Well, Oakland, Oakland in, in, in particular. By the way, you know, uh, you know, the anti-gun people in this country uh, are, don't want to acknowledge that. You know, who are, are buying a lot of guns uh, in the last few, couple three years uh, legally? Not, I don't mean street mm -hmm. guns. Mm -hmm. Legally, mm -hmm. are black are black people? So that leads me into that leads me into. Um, in the wake of the Black Lives Matter and the Michael Brown uh, fiasco in Ferguson, Missouri, yeah. um, which led to the defund of the police movement. With, with, with many black witnesses who viewed that incident saying that, this is what really happened in right. contrast to the narrative that attempted to be established. That's right. Michael Brown, they, they said that he attacked the policeman, the policeman shot him in self-defense, and, and, and they said that. But that, you know, as you and I have talked about that, narrative and reality don't yeah. often uh you know uh, crisscross each other uh but anyway the move the black lives matter leading to defund the police and leading such critics as one of our favorites heather mcdonald and others to predict that with this defund the police and black lives matter meaning that the black people would become the principal victims of this movement 
Yeah. But the and of course they were right. But the the response was always shut up, racist. You're not not allowed to say this. Well, here is something that I think is huge. Not just the community of Oakland, but the ch local chapter of the NAACP, which in, initially was in the forefront of Black Lives Matter and defund the police. The, the, the local chapter released a letter to the public whose contents are a complete vindication of the people such as Heather McDonald. This is a staggering letter in, in its forcefulness and, and its rage, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> It calls for a dec uh, uh, for declaring, quote, a state of emergency over rising crime and advocates for hiring more police urgently. Mm -hmm. And this letter goes on, on and on after, uh, you know, critical race theory and everybody. But th let me quote some of this letter. And this is from the NAACP. Please. Oakland residents are sick and tired of our intolerable public safety crisis that overwhelmingly impacts minority communities. Murders, shootings, violent armed robberies, home invasions, car break-ins, mm. sideshows, and highway shootouts have become a pervasive fixture of life in Oakland. We call on all elected leaders to unite and declare a state of emergency and bring together massive resources to address our public safety crisis. Now, I'm just read a couple of other uh, what I think are salient quotes. This is from the letter NAACP. African Americans are disproportionately hit hardest by crime in East Oakland and other parts of the city. Failed leadership, still quoting, including the movement to defund the police, our district attorney's unwillingness to charge and prosecute people who commit murder and commit life-threatening and serious crimes and the proliferation of anti-police rhetoric have created a heyday for Oakland criminals. Mm. I will skip down, uh, and, and, and we also encourage Oakland's white, Asian, and Latino communities to speak out against crime and stop allowing themselves to be shamed into silence. Good grief. And, and here is the coup de grace. In this letter, it is not racist or unkind to want to be safe from crime. Mm. NAACP Oakland. And, you know, going, uh, uh, mentioning this uh, district, the local district attorney, yeah. uh, recently she had a, um, you know, a public meeting where she had lots of uh, visual aids and wanted to just sort of chit chat about how wonderful she is. She's a Soros backed up politico. And she gets into, she starts in her little, uh, her little rap and the people got up in, in a rage and said, what about this? What about crime? What about, I mean, wouldn't let her off the hook. And her lame excuse was, you know, when I was young, I could have gone down the wrong road and I was saved when people cared for me. So all these young people need is just, you know, they just, they need to be given a chance and a break. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, murder and mayhem and everything. They're, they're, they're just, what was this, the thing when I was a kid? They're just a misunderstood youth. This was her defense. And uh, as, yeah. as you mentioned earlier, Deepal, uh, uh, you know, uh, it, it is it, it is a, a, a bright side that the that the main victims of all uh, of this nonsense are finally saying, "Hey, wait a second, yeah, cut it out. We have had enough because we are tired of being victims of of this 
you know, upper upper middle class, college educated, uh, leftist, yeah. white and black, uh, uh, you know, betters, the people who sit yeah. up in their areas and tell us what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Philip, I love it. I love it. I mean, uh, just the fact that it came from the uh, NAACP and that they have spoken not only passionately, uh, but eloquently mm-hmm. uh, and logically about about the problem, saying, "Okay, it's it's time to move past this." You know, uh, and I'm 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 kind of going on a sidebar here just for a moment, but I found that statement about, and we don't want white, uh, Asian, Latino uh, communities to feel shamed into being, uh, 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 you know, opposed to this lawlessness. Uh, because they may be condemned as being racist. Powerful, powerful statement, Philip. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, it, absolutely, it, it, and it, it, and it, and it really lends lends credence that that crime and mayhem affects all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we know the whole defund of the police movement's been a disaster, and the police have been handcuffed. They've been afraid to make arrests. Their numbers are down. It it it. Uh, you know, the summer of love let loose upon the country, uh, as we've talked about, the spirit of lawlessness. It was aided, abetted by uh, people like Camp Kamala Harris, who set up a bail fund uh, for the perpetrators. And now we're just seeing this wanton lawlessness, you know, across the nation. You know, you want to talk about the politicization, by the way, of lawlessness, uh, it, Let's 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 look at this for just a moment. If it's January six, right, and you're a oh you're one of the deplorable MAGA uh, MAGA people, uh, and you know you're facing U.S. District Court Judge Tanya uh, Chutkin, um, you can be assured that you'll be thrown the book. But, and I'm going to use this as an example. So justice is not blind? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said yeah, sarcastically. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it, sorry, go exactly. ahead, please. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, no. But if you're two leftist Tennessee state lawmakers, there were actually three of them, two black and one white, uh, consisting of Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, um, who back in early April, led a riotous crowd with a bullhorn literally on the House floor of the great Tennessee General Assembly, calling their fellow legislators fascist, screaming for more gun control. Why? Well, because they were saying that is the reason that six people were murdered at the Covenant School by a deranged trans person i don't think so i don't think so but anyway overwhelmingly by their colleagues there in the house they were expelled and shortly thereafter literally within a matter of days they were temporarily reinstated this was aided and abetted again by vice president kamala harris who traveled to nashville she met with the tennessee three she praised them for channeling their constituents voices and speaking out against gun violence oh and president joe biden called them an invited 
what literally were the leaders of a riotous demonstration to the visit the White House because he called their expulsion shocking, undemocratic, and without precedent. And again, subsequently, probably as a result of all of that pressure, local officials did reinstate them temporarily. And then just 48 hours ago, Philip, this past Thursday, with the help of millions of dollars from thousands of supporters from around the country, they both win a landslide election and they reclaim their seats in the prestigious House of Representatives uh, in the Tennessee General Assembly. Now, let me ask you something, Philip. It seems to me, whether it's the summer of love in 2020 or this incident that just took place in April, if you're a good left-leaning Democrat, rioting is a good thing. If you're a Republican, naughty, naughty, riots are bad. This is not commenting on the credence and value of either one, but boy, oh boy, have we entered a dual system of justice across the border, what, Philip? We sure have. And by the way, you know, this whole thing with Biden inviting these the, the, these people to the White House and yep. Kamala Harris, you know, picking up on what we just talked about, about Oakland and, and the true victims of crime. It's not the gun. The gun doesn't pick itself up and shoot you. First yep. of all, as you said, it was by a deranged individual who, by the way, we have yet to see her manifesto. But it, it, it just oh, also yeah. pick, uh, it also points out the disconnect from the elite's self-appointed elites such as Biden and Harris and the and 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 these radical leftists and the real people they don't give a damn about the real people as uh, as as exemplified by what is happening in yeah. in in Oakland and uh, Chicago as well and it's gotten so crazy that in Chicago uh, you know, everybody thought Lori Lightfoot, what a clown she was. Well, they when she was voted out of office, they did even better. Mayor Brandon Johnson, he's 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 even better, but he he doesn't want to know about crime. Um, even though uh, community after community in Chicago were having community meetings and shouting and screaming, we need police protection. Well, this is the way uh, uh, Mayor uh, Johnson, uh, there, there was some, uh, a mob that uh, broke into a, a local convenience store last weekend, by the way, that w which is happening all over the place. People are just running oh, yeah. rampant and, you know, ripping things off all over the place. It's, not a, good, it's not a good job right now. Not a good job a, right yeah. now to be, to be the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Well, except a couple of them have really taken, oh, yeah, yeah, taken yeah. matters into their own hands. That was fun to watch this week. But, but a, 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 a reporter happened to mention to, uh, yeah. uh, uh, to Johnson, who used the word mob to describe yeah. this mob. Which has, which <laughs> he used has, the word mob to describe the mob. Mob, which has multiple definitions. Yes. Well, this is what this, is what this genius mayor said. <laughs> That's not appropriate. We're not talking about mob actions. He said for, about those who called it a mob. We have to be careful when we use language to describe certain behavior. There's a history in this city, and I mean to refer to children as like baby Al Capones oh is not appropriate. Yeah. So the mob is only 
the mafia and the mob, so, which is ludicrous in itself. And then he, he encouraged all the media who were there to, to describe these uh, mobs as just large gatherings. This is, yeah. this is, you, you can't write this stuff. Yeah. No. We've talked about no. this. Yeah, yeah, no, no. You know, so, so, so people who are committing crimes all over Chicago, they're just large gatherings. You remember, it sort of goes back to the Summer of Love when the, that, that CNN reporter was standing there and behind them were flames yeah, reaching yeah, up to this yeah. guy and he called it these mostly peaceful demonstrations. Uh, What's the old thing? Who are you going to believe me or your lion eyes? Mamma mia. Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. Oh. Hey, but, but as we talked about, you get what you pay for, the people of Chicago. And not just the minorities, yeah. not just cer certain minorities, but all the Tony people on the upper upper uh, north side of Chicago thought, well, we got to vote for this guy. Okay, well, you voted for him. Yeah. You got him. Yeah. And Congratulations. Yeah, and they, and they do. And again, it's like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, the language now for uh, the pedophile is a minor attracted Person and yep. yeah. now the language, that old nasty language. Now stuff. the language for mobs is uh, you know what the what, what was the large ga a large a gathering. large gathering that could be a revival meeting that could be a, you know a decent political rally not gone out of control it could be many many <laughs> many many things. That's well, very and, fun. It's and, very and, funny what you just said. Let's let's say you have a revival meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't, why don't you just flip it around and don't call it a large gathering, call it a mob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 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 zealous for God. Let's yes. go get him, you yeah. know. And the God, God, yes, God's yeah. mob. <laughs> God's mob. And the DOJ yeah. is working on that right now in yeah. terms of Catholic fundamentalists who are very dangerous conspiratorial yes. people. Yes, yes, possible you know, terror. Yes. Anyway. Well, Philip, I want us to move on quickly to yeah. uh, a, a footnote, your PS, which is uh, uh, really occupying my attention because uh, I've been looking at uh, various aspects of it. I actually started reading this morning, Philip, through the recently 140-page um, transcript uh, that, from uh, last Monday, yeah, Devin yeah, Archer. From from the Devin Archer thing, kind of kind of kind of bring us up to date on a couple of thoughts you have on that. Well, well, uh, um, Devin Archer really laid out what what what, what this is all about, and yeah. and it's it's it in in many ways it's to my way of thinking it's very classic. Uh, it's it the whole thing is. You know, there's one thing to sell access, to provide access, and make access, and sell access. You know, that's the way. That's the way Washington works. You know, yep. that's just the and, and any bureaucracy or any capital city in any country, it's who knows who to get what you need, and and, and you know, providing access. Nancy Pelosi can say to someone, "If I know someone and so and so, we can get this bill passed." That's the game. The difference here that has been point that was pointed up in in the relationship uh, of the Devin Archer, uh, Hunter Biden uh, business partnership and how it included the man who sits in the White House. The difference being that I saw is, I, I, I'm sure money changes hands a lot, but the, in particular, 
the selling access involving Joe Biden involved cash. It involved cash. Yeah. Not only just selling access to, you know, if you, we can keep this company going or we can, we, can, uh, we, 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 can, we can introduce you to somebody, but it all involved cash. Not just I'm going to pass a bill for you. It has to do with cash, which is called bribery and racketeering. So that's that, and and uh, and Devin Archer uh, really, really, really laid it out in terms of uh, how 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 Joe Biden just happened to be showing up um, on conference calls at a at a dinner table in a restaurant to say hi. Yeah, you know, he just and, happened. You know, to, but, and yeah. he didn't know. He just happened to call his son at eight o'clock in the evening at a fancy at a by the way yeah, we'll Bi- Biden the, appeared at we'll, fancy we'll, restaurant we'll, we'll, with we'll, some of these people. We'll but meet at ahead. the Cafe Milano and if just so happens if uh Elena uh Batarina, the billionaire uh widow, the former Moscow mayor's there and uh oh by the way again in two thousand fifteen with several business associates there at uh, the Cafe Milano. Oh oh but I guess at the time it was okay because there was also a Greek Orthodox priest. So perhaps he exonerated Joe from the very appearance of evil. Yeah, yeah. And they talked, <laughs> and they talked about, here's, here's how Joe Biden was involved in it. They talked about the brand, the Biden brand that allowed Hunter Biden to haul in investors. And and one of the uh, one of the uh, 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 the majority councils uh, uh, majority council in 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 the uh, uh, in the testimony of Archer said you kept you keep saying the brand but by brand you mean the Biden family correct Archer says correct and then he's asked when you say the mm. Biden family sorry to cut in here I want clarification you aren't talking about Dr Jill Biden or anyone else you're talking about Joe Biden is that fair mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. Archer replied yeah that's fair to say mm-hmm. so and this all had to do with Burisma if they hadn't Burisma was about to go under Period. And if they didn't get yeah. the bribe, five million dollars to the vice president and another five to Hunter, so this is straight up, straight up quid pro quo um, bribes. Now the thing that one a- a- angle of this that got that got me uh, is uh, you know every um, uh, <laughs> I was talking with a friend the other day yeah. that uh, we were talking a few weeks ago about Debbie Wasserman Wasserman Schultz have you know saying you know uh, saying to a Robert Kennedy uh, Jr. Yeah. that he he should be censored in a committee on censorship you know so she is she I I'm sorry I to use the word but she uh, um is like by the party they always put someone like that out there she's the designated schmuck oh yeah and then the other one here was representative Dan Goldman uh, oh, who was Dan in Goldman. on these meetings <laughs> and he is the des- designated schmuck too because he had to come out and speak in public about how it went so he gave his view he gave his view of what it was about and he talked about you know all that hunter biden was doing is it was it was selling the illusion of access to his father well guess what when the transcript came out it showed that that phrase about Mm -hmm. the illusion of access correct was from Goldman. 
in his questioning. It wasn't what Archer said. So Goldman is lying. This is the quote of Goldman asking Archer. It's It's not about selling access to his father. It's about selling the illusion of access to his father. Is that fair? Goldman asked. And Archer replied that the phrase was, almost fair. There are touch points and contact points that I can't deny. But he goes on and on and on. But in public, uh, Dan Goldman said that uh, Devin Archer talked about the illusion of access, which it was not. It was Dan Goldman's own words. And then he comes out and says, that's what uh, 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 Devin Archer said. Yes. So this, so this smells to high heaven, you know. Yeah, make, uh, make, 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 make absolutely no mistake about it. Uh, yeah. uh, Congressman uh, Goldman is uh, stepping into the shoes of Adam Schiff, and uh, who, yeah. uh, the House of Representatives had to censure as yep. a notorious liar. And uh, here we have Goldman, who's going to be the face of all of this deceptiveness. And that's a thank you, uh, Philip. It's such a I, I read that, and it's such a classical example again of twisting things, uh, perverting things. I go back to the mayor of Chicago. Perversity of thought, ladies and gentlemen. Perversity of thought where all of a sudden you want to take hundreds of people who are vandalizing shops in Chicago and say, how dare you call them a a, a little mafioso? They're going to be damaged for life. No, it was what it was. By the way, January 6th was a mob. But by virtue of that imprimatur of insurrection, two and a half years later, that has become the raison d'etre that he now former Vice uh, President uh, Donald J. Trump, is being indicted, you see. They have used it time and time again, Philip. And that's it's going to be a fascinating thing, this disqualification clause uh, or, or any permutations thereof that they're going to find to bring against um, the president. We you know, are you know, in there, there, chartered waters. Boy. You bet we are. You bet we are, DePaul. Uh, you know, one, one thing, I am not an attorney, nowhere near yes, an attorney, yes. but from everything I've read of, 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 of the hundreds of indictments that they're throwing against the president, this, yeah. the, uh, the former president, the, this, this January 6th thing is uh, from listening to people, uh, you know, certain talking heads and that I respect, that this is the weakest of the cases because it's trying to get into the president's head. What were you thinking? What, well, and no. didn't, didn't everybody tell you that, they, that, they, that, no. that, there, that there was no, um, that, that there was no uh, a, a cause to overturn the election? Uh, and, and so, well, and his attorney said something interesting. He said, <clears throat> she said, when you're in, in the White House, you know, one attorney says this to you and another attorney says, nah, I, don't, I don't think so. I disagree with that. So you hear different things. And so, so, and, and then Trump has to make up his own mind. So, so w- w- that makes him a criminal. <laughs> His belief that something went wrong, and his belief based on a lot of important things, but that's that's for another show. Well, and it is for another show, but the truth of the matter is you've got uh, people like uh, uh, Barr and uh, even our former governor, uh, presidential aspirant here, Pence, that uh, are going to uh, bear testimony against him. Philip, 
you're the one always asking the question about the end game because here's hmm. what I think, and I'm going to go into a hero before we close the show out in just a moment or two. But here's here's what I think. I do believe the case is is weak, and when you listen to to what I consider to be smarter legal heads uh, by far, and um, oh, who's the Democrat who uh, is a spokesperson so often uh, on Fox? Dersh- News? Uh, oh, uh, Jonathan Turley, who's John- the Democrat, yeah, yeah, and John- also also uh, um, uh, who did I just say before that? Dershowitz, um, Alan, Dershowitz. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, both yeah. Democrats, both yeah. Democrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just speaking again, clearly, logically, eloquently about these cases. But here's the thing: the the insatiable appetite to destroy Donald Trump is 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 just that it is relentless it is hell-bent in this sense I think no one has looked at that chessboard and said wait a minute what is it going to do to this extraordinary nation to see the former president of the United States, and now we're going to judge what he's thinking in an orange jumpsuit behind bars. The implications, it seems to me, politically, within the body, within the divisiveness of this nation. And, you know, some people may think, here you are doing a podcast entering stage right. Well, yes, folks, of course, we have the left, we have the right, we have this, we have that. But this has become an absolute obsession of the media and of the left uh, within uh, the bureaucracy of America. I mean, I, I, I just think it's going to be a disastrous result. And, and I don't think they're going to, I just think it's going to go over and over and over and over again. And so, therefore, I'm having to assume that they want him because any time these, this is the third uh, indictment uh, that comes out, they actually want him to be the candidate for president of the United States because his numbers just keep going up, up, up every time uh, an indictment takes place. What's the end game, Philip? Well, I, I I I agree. I think they want him to be the. I, I I believe strongly they want him to be the nominee because as as strong as he is at this point, as strong as he is in in in, in with his following in the Republican Party, his his numbers are through the roof, in. Um, in battleground states, if if it's if it's Biden, because that's all they can you know run him against at this point, because it's presumably Biden, but I it's not going no, to no, be. No, I've no, talked no. I've yeah. talked about that. Biden's going to get sick next year, and they're going to have to remove him. Uh, that's going to be the plan. But in 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 swing states, even right now, the head to head Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, places did the standard swing states. Trump is not winning. So, and, and even, if, and let's say Trump got, it looked like he was going to win. They're going to find a way for Trump to lose. So it only benefits them to have Trump uh, be the nominee, I, I believe. 
I believe that. I, I, I think who would really, first of all, who really scares them uh, uh, on, on, on the left is Robert Kennedy Jr. Which see, they're trying to disappear him too. They're trying to destroy him too. And I also think that uh, uh, as, as a candidate, I also believe that Ron DeSantis would be very strong too. So I think they want Trump because of how divisive he is and that and that where it counts in the swing states, uh, he is uh, no slam dunk at all. So I, this is all part yeah, and parcel yeah, of the plan. No. You know, I want to yep. say one final thing before we yeah, before we please. move on. Yeah, is 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 they don't care. The left and the Democrats don't care how much destruction they create. If if they did, why would they be doing this? Donald Trump was just a, a rich guy who ran for president and won. That's it. So, but they will do anything. As you said, it's insatiable. They will do anything to destroy him, which shows me how really small they are. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I, that's no. It's a it's it's a good point, and it, it, to me, the point is, uh, multi-billionaire Donald J. Trump uh, wasn't vulnerable to a bribe. Uh, old Joe from uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, uh, wanting that beach house, wanting many other things, not getting the monies from just being a, a, a simple, straightforward politician uh, over those years. Uh, boom, found his uh, advocate, found where money could be channeled through all the family members, et cetera, et cetera. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to do a projected hero real quickly, and that is none other than uh, Kevin McCarthy. I say projected because I hope at this point, as he has suggested, an impeachment inquiry or an investigation does take place. It's not It's not required. It is frequently the first step before bringing actual articles of impeachment. But the House, and so they could skip an inquiry and they could fi uh, just file those articles uh, directly with the House Judiciary Committee. But if it, it, if it decides to launch an investigation... Um, there'll be a, a resolution then to authorize such an investigation as to whether grounds exist for the House to exercise its impeachment power. It will give people additional authority to gather information, et cetera, et cetera. And make it public and bring it to the public. A, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. To and, get it out uh, there so the public, so, you know what, uh, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you said no, with no. an impeachment, an impeachment, uh, yeah, the, the, the media can't ignore that. You know, the media ignores what they want to ignore, but an yeah. impeachment, they can't ignore it. So all of these facts and all the proof that that uh, uh, Congressman Comer and Chuck Grassley and, and, and the FBI whistleblowers, all of these people, it's go and Devin Archer, and they're going to find more people too. It's going to come out. There'll be no way to avoid it. So impeachment, if nothing else, would be here's the evidence to put it out there. That so is, yes, I agree with you. If he yeah. follows through on this, I would be, I would join you in, uh, in, in, yeah. in saluting a McCarthy as the hero yeah. of the week. Yeah, exactly. All right, Philip, that is it. I'm just grateful, uh, for this, uh, cloudy day. Oh, 
the sun is coming out. I see it out my office window. But there's the old school bell, folks, telling us it is time to wrap it up. And so we're going to say goodbye to all of our wonderful listeners for now and in way of reminder. Whatever is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours, we do live in a great country. It's a free country. Let's keep it that way. We've got so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful for you, Sir Philip, and for you, dear listeners. So, till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>